Hey, it knows what it wants to do what it wants to do it. And you know what we want to do? Is stay healthy. That too, but also <laughs> have the Media Boat Podcast. Hello! Welcome! This is, as I just said, the Media Boat Podcast. This is a podcast all about movies, television, video games, and music. Not necessarily in that order, but some order thereof. It, it happens. We have an order to, to things. We are um, uh, podcasting currently from our quarantined bunker uh, here in um, beautiful, sunny California. Yes, windows open and everything. <laughs> windows wide open. <laughs> no, we're not quarantined. We're not in a bunker. Uh, those of you who are, well, perfect time to listen to a podcast just like this one. Uh, but stay safe out there. Um, so yeah, if you're new to the Media Boat Podcast, we give you all the newest news and thoughts about the newest television, movies, music, and video games. Not necessarily in that order, but yeah. oh man, do we have stuff to talk and about? We have all of the above for you today. So my name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. It's my birthday. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Damn it! It took <laughs> me right out of my mouth. <laughs> Yoink! I was I was literally about to say it's a special day. I'm thirty today. that we celebrate. I'm thirty years old. Yes. It's official. It's official. It's official. You can now cancel everything because you're 30. Yeah, I'm done. I'm like, my 20s are over. No more fun is to be had in my life. I'm moving on to just having a career, a family of sorts. A, a family of Cats. fur babies? Uh, per a, babies? A fur baby. A fur baby? Or a purr baby? A per baby. A purr baby. A purr baby. <laughs> um... Uh, so, yeah. We have audience live with us in case that is uh, yeah. what you're hearing in uh, the background. It happens every once in a while. Yes, yeah, sometimes chat decides to um, become real. Become real. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, this is going to be a crazy show, so let's get rolling right into it. So, we always start the show with movies, and we always start the movie section of the show with a weekend box office numbers. So, really, as I say that the same way every single week, I, I know. I'm aware. Yes. Yes, I know you say that every single week. Uh, but we have the new Pixar release this week. Yeah, so last week we talked about uh, the debut of Pixar's Onward, their mm-hmm. new film. Yep. And uh, we did a little bit of an over-under. Um, you kind of pegged it... About 60? 60. 60, mil- uh, 60 million for its debut. Because yeah. even if, as we said, even if people didn't show up because of coronavirus concerns, you still thought that the strength of a Pixar movie would still bring people... The, the strength of a Pixar movie and the strength yeah. of it being a family-friendly film where you, you automatically get those extra dollars. Well, you were wrong. I was wrong, but <laughs> the Hollywood insiders who gave the predictions were relatively on the money. So yeah, uh, Onward premiered to only $39 million, which is okay considering this year has been pretty much low stakes. Yeah, but, now, that's a high 39, relatively yeah, to 40, but... But not great not considering great. the one, the state of the movie business right now is all all together low. Yes. And two, for a Pixar movie, this is awful. For a Pixar movie, uh, Matt, higher or lower than A Bug's Life? Uh... This is a little unfair because this is uh, some $1998 here, and uh, so I'm going to say lower with inflation. Uh, Well, with inflation, maybe. Uh, Just straight up. (laughs) This barely beats it. Okay. Um, Higher, lower, onward compared to The Good Dinosaur. I'm going to say higher than the good dinosaur. 
Wrong. Wow, but really? A million dollars lower than... Oh, just one. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. Where, about where it's ranking right now in terms of Pixar box office. Okay. So not super high, not what you would want from a Pixar film's debut, but uh, decent enough, I guess, where it's not a bomb. I think this movie couldn't have been pushed back, as we'll talk about with other stuff. Uh, that they put in so much marketing with it, they had the Super Bowl commercial mm-hmm. with it, that this was their film and basically their week to dominate the box also, office. Also, they can't really afford to push back a Pixar movie when there's another Pixar movie later this year. Right. Like, they just don't... They can't have them back-to-back. Right. They push the other one back. They have time for that. They do, but then they lose a November temple, and then Disney yes. doesn't want to take that risk. I know. So, no, uh, there's a reason why this thing came out. And you know what? It's not a disaster. It's fine. They'll live. Number two, right underneath that, is the Invisible Man, who uh, people still saw. Even though it was invisible. Yeah. Uh, for $15 million, that's at $52 million domestic. Yes, that was also a new release. Number three, The Way Back, another $8.1 million. Or no, A, $8.1 million. That debuted this week. That was a debut this week, not yeah. Invisible Man. That was a previous Invisible week. Invisible Man carried over. Yeah. Uh, number four, Sonic the Hedgehog, another $7.7 million. That's at one forty. Hey, there's a good one. Sonic, yeah. Which one's higher, Sonic the Hedgehog or, uh, what was it, Pokemon by this time, by the same time? Uh, actually, I think Sonic is tracking better than Pokemon. No. Sonic is currently Detective tracking Pikachu better. Detective Pikachu was, because I think Detective Pikachu had a bigger drop-off than we expected. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sonic is currently about 10 million higher. Sonic's doing okay. On the same pace. It's uh, Or um, within the same time frame. Easily on pace to become the most successful video game adaptation. And this is the part where we start to try and plug Mario somehow and then get uh-huh. a crossover into Smash Brothers well, with these three worlds. already doing it. Uh, <laughs> I saw multiple headlines this week of weird uh, media partnerships that Nintendo is doing about the Mario franchise. Mm-hmm. One, Levi's is going to make Mario overalls in real life. Okay. The second thing is Lego is going to make a Super Mario set. Okay. About time, right? Yeah. Like that's a good idea. Yeah, it's 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 built very blocky. I think this is all in lead in for a some sort of trailer reveal later this year for that uh, um, uh, Illumination uh, Mario film. Right. That I, I believe Universal. that. I believe I be that. Surprise! If that was sooner than later. Yeah. Number five, The Call of the Wild, six point seven million dollars. That's fifty-seven million dollars. That's it. For CG Dog and Harrison Ford. Yep, uh, still tracking on a $50 million loss on that thing. Uh, my dad gave me a brief review of that thing. He oh, actually I love dad it. reviews. Yeah, he said he enjoyed it. Uh, they saw it. Yes, well, usually it's your dad giving the yes, dad reviews. Usually it's my dad doing dad reviews. But my dad gave a dad review, and he said that they had a good time. And okay. They were impressed with the CG dog, which is really? what I expected him to say. Yeah, I mean, considering from the commercials, it doesn't it looked, look good. Yeah, it looked bad in the trailer. So but that know. is the difference between a 30 FPS, 60 FPS, Maybe. and then a 24 FPS. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a bit of a difference there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those are your top five. If you're wondering what happened to Emma, period. Uh, yes, Emma, period, the other <laughs> new release. Uh, 4.8 million, that was at number six. Okay. So just just edged out of the top five. Yes. Which, by the way, I did no, I did get this wrong. It technically released the week prior. Yeah. To limited release, yeah, but we don't this do was limited release. No, Remember, this was the wider rule release. here. Uh, wide release, thousand more, thousand or more theaters. Yep. It's our rule here at the Media Boat Podcast. Uh-huh. Upcoming this week. Speaking of new releases, 
What am I watching this week? I don't know what you're watching, but here are the three movies coming out well, this I'll, week. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm Okay, well, go ahead. Get through there first. First up, The Hunt. Uh, this is Janelle Monet in yes. a starring vehicle. Yes. Uh, uh, based on the adaptation of the short story, The Greatest Hunt? Something What's it like called? that, yeah. The World's Greatest Prey? I, World's Greatest Hunt? I don't know. World's Greatest Game. World's or, Greatest... No. World's most dangerous game. Wait, the, like the most dangerous game? Yeah, that's That's it. already been a movie. Yeah, that's what this is based off of. Oh, it's just another one of those. It's another re- recreation of You know what the most ch- dangerous game is? Uh, it's coronavirus. No. Oh. It's man. Oh. Man. Man with the coronavirus. No, it's just, it's oh. just man. Most dangerous game. Okay. Um, also in theaters this week, Bloodshot. Uh, this is a Vin Diesel vehicle, but he's not in a vehicle. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's... Does he shoot blood in this film? It's a shoot 'em up starring Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, He gets reincarnated, and every time he does, he gets, like, stronger. Wait, so is this, um... I I don't know if it's reincarnated or if it's, like, he just... Live, die, repeat going on here. Yeah, it's just, like... Okay. They just, like, cloned him, I think. I forget what the actual (laughs) reason why he keeps not dying is. But anyway, yeah, that's Bloodshot. And then one last movie. So I've been seeing ads for this, I swear, for more than a year. And I can't believe this movie hadn't come out yet. Yes. My Spy. Which what? is... Starring Dave Bautista. The, the, yeah, the Bautista movie with the kid. Yes, Dave Bautista as a spy who babysits or takes over babysitting duties of a family. Yeah. In order to like get more information. Yeah. A la The Pacifier, another Vin Diesel right. film. I could have sworn this came out already. This is not a new concept. Also, well, also no, I for, feel we'll like talk I saw about the trailer this. like over a year ago. Yeah, probably. I remember when I first saw the trailer, I was like, it got a couple chuckles out of me, and I was like, okay, this seems okay. It came out about the same time I think Stuber came out. Yeah, I think it was a trailer in front of that, and that was a summer release. So yeah, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Since, since, so, so yeah, so this thing's finally out. Uh, yes, or so we'll save for now. Um, we will get to that in a minute, but I will. I've been banned from going to the movies because of this <laughs> virus everywhere. Okay. So we may not have any movie thoughts for a while. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. All right. Well, well, then this AMC theaters uh, gift card I got today. Hey, you can go to an empty theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Good deal or something. Yep. All right. Moving on. That is it for new releases. So you have no thoughts. I have no thoughts. I will have no thoughts okay. for a while. I have no thoughts as well. Moving on to the movie news. All right. Speaking of the coronavirus, as we will multiple times this year, uh, uh, this, today, to this episode, possibly for the rest of the year, possibly. Uh, first story is about that, specifically about South by Southwest. Uh, yes, the big arts and TV and music festival. Yes, big cross media explosion extravaganza. Will not be happening this year. Wah, 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 uh, the wah, festival wah. in Austin, Texas has officially been canceled amid concerns about the coronavirus. This is the first major American film festival called off due to the worldwide outbreak. The decision was made by the city after a number of participants, including Netflix and Amazon Studios, pulled out of the gathering. The festival was set to begin this weekend from March 13th to the 22nd. But instead, we'll be making a statement as if this is the first time in the event's 34 history that has been just straight up called off. Yep. 
Um, this also means that uh, things that were supposed to premiere at this uh, festival will no longer premiere at this festival, including, but not limited to, Spike Jones's documentary about the Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys Story. Which we discussed on yes. this podcast. Uh, Greg Daniels' Upload. Uh, for HBO, I believe. The new animal, animated series from uh, Bob's Burgers' own Lauren Bouchard, uh, Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, among others. So there's probably a lot more that's not happening. Yeah. Uh, one reason why organizations may be reluctant to cancel events comes down to insurance. As some disease-related coverage kicks in only if the government makes the call to cancel an event rather than the organizers doing it sell. Right, themselves. and this was the city canceling the a event. A term that I've heard a lot on podcasts I've listened to this week is force majeure. Yes, which is basically the the, the, the legal rule where it it will take a government, like a city government mm-hmm. or a federal government, in order to shut something down. It's it's right there next to the act of God clause <laughs> yes, in your very contract. To an act of God uh, clause, where if they deem it's too much of a risk to have some event take place they have the right uh, mm-hmm. to shut down said event and that is happening all over the dang place right it's also why right well it's gonna be a running theme this show especially but it's also why you're gonna see things shut down with that statement yeah. uh what's yes. it called force majeure force ma- force majeure <laughs> majeure majeure force majeure of force <laughs> um, being referenced to a lot in articles and news this upcoming weeks. Yeah. Uh, because, like, if you just straight up cancel an event, then you are canceling the event. Right. Um, that is on you. But if an outside force determines to cancel an event, that's when insurance decides to kick in. Yes. And a lot of these places may or may not actually have insurance to cover something like that and on top of all that if people have bought tickets to an event and then end up having the event canceled they're going to want a refund and chances are you as the company are like well we already used that money and so that's where the insurance helps as well right but don't forget this isn't just for tickets to say a concert or an event these are plane tickets Mm -hmm. these are hotel tickets these are extra tickets that extra funds that people are going to be missing out on or have already prepaid that have to now cancel and make different plans it's gonna deposits to a lot of complications. deposits everywhere yeah so other events to watch to see if something similar happens here are cinemacon and the tribeca film festival which are to come but may suffer the same fate yes um there was an online thing i saw about trying to get the south by southwest films at least to just be picked up by Netflix and have their own streaming weekend of exclusively of the films, so, you know, for like potential buyers or just like you know set up their own site to say, hey, South by Southwest online yeah. for everyone, yeah, you know, a virtual tour, which we'll get to more virtual tours <laughs> later. Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, but first, let's move on to our second story in movies here, which is about. We're going to be able do a little shuffle for y'all. All right. So to the left, to yeah. the left, to the left, uh-huh. to the left. To the right. right to, to the right, right to the right, right to the right. Now kick. Now kick. Now kick. Now kick. Now walk your body out. Now walk your body out. <laughs> <laughs> Done the, the Cupid shovel. 
Now talk about the movie shuffle because yes. April got shuffled around thanks yeah, to the departure of James Bond No Time to Die. Which we talked about last week so moving since, to Thanksgiving. So yeah, since uh, James Bond's out of April, uh, specifically April 10th, its original release date, uh, some family-friendly films are taking advantage of that cleared slot. Trolls World Tour has moved up a whole week to take that, that up that April 10th release date, which may be why they uh, released that, sing, that, that Justin Timberlake... But it's really just a SZA song uh, <laughs> uh, single early. I actually like that song because it's just a SZA song. It's SZA. Like it's not like Justin Timberlake shows up like for one verse and yet he's credited for the song. It's so stupid. Anyway, well, it's like that song of a future, but it's really by Drake. Really <laughs> I actually haven't even heard that. It's just I don't even know if that's true. Joke. Yeah, well, I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, um, you also have here so. This conflicts with what we just talked about in the new releases. I know. You have here that the April 17th also is being considered uh, for My Spy. But is that out next week or is it or this week or is that out the 17th? That is not out this week. Okay, so correction. Yes. Uh, from um, Which I warned about. Ago. I warned about past us that this would happen to future us. <laughs> well, it didn't work. <laughs> future you should have come back in time to stop us. Uh, so yeah, sorry. My Spy is not out this week. No. Even though, God, I swear it was already out. No, <laughs> April 17th will be its release date. Apparently it's already showing up uh, well, in Australia and New Zealand, so... Eh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that got pushed to a more yeah. family-friendly, you know... I think they did that in the hopes that it would die yeah. down, but seeing as our president just literally hours ago yeah. gave a... Not that calming speech to oh, the yeah. America. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just... Maybe things will get worse before they get better. That's always the case, isn't it? Just like life. 2020. Anyway, uh, lastly in movie news, just some to send you off with some good good news uh, that's tangential to movies here. Yes. Thinking, speaking of things getting shuffled. We have a, a, a little bit of an update uh, from our story last week about... Um, Two weeks ago, I believe. Yes, about guilty sex offender uh, Harvey Weinstein. He will be shuffled off to Rikers Prison in New York for a grand total of 23 years. Bye! Yes, See but also do note that's just for the New York trial. Yeah. He still has his L.A. LA trial to come. Yep. So, so uh, I hope he likes uh, seeing some bars for a very, very, very long time. Uh, bars of soap? Uh, no, we don't make that joke in 2020. Moving on! <laughs> Come on. Come We're better than that. We're better than that here at the Media Boat Podcast. Yes, but he is not. Remember when Saturday Night Live had a recurring sketch that was just like 15 billion jokes about about prison, you know? Yes. And that was the entire bit. Yes. It was just Jason Sudeikis yelling this at you. Yes. Or no, it was... No, <laughs> oh, there it was, was Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson doing, uh, doing movie references. Man, you could not do that anymore. No. <laughs> you could not do that bit anymore. <laughs> Moving on. No, but Jason Sudeikis was it. He was the cop who yeah, was letting he was it go. That would bring the person in. Bring Macintosh in yeah. to yell at Andy Samberg and his friends. Right, right. God, so Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, and whoever right, that guest yeah. was of that week. Whoever the guest was, yeah. Anyway. And just make constant movie references. That is it for movies. Speaking of movie references, that's done. We're done with movies. Oh, no more thoughts on it? No more thoughts. All right. Moving on to television, and we always start television. With the sports corner. Do, 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 oh boy, do we have some breaking sports news? Breaking sports news. 
If uh, you like basketball, uh, well, I, guess I what? I hope you liked today. Because that was it. You'll have to wait for more because the NBA has officially announced uh, they are postponing the okay, so basketball season. As of this recording, as of like yes. literally right now, yes, right now, um, the NBA has not officially gave the word, <laughs> but more or less, but according to inside league sources and according to a press release, that as soon as all the NBA games that are done today uh, on March 11th, that. Basically, midnight at uh, the the 12th, they will officially suspend the NBA season. Yeah. Now, granted, that's like three, four weeks left in the season. But that also means playoffs are being suspended. Right. So, you'll have to wait a very long time, presumably, or maybe not, we'll see, um, to see how this basketball season shakes out. Yeah. But, you know, this thing did just come out of nowhere. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. It's been happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had a player test positive. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Goober. Gobert. Okay. Gobert. Gobert. I was going to say every every letter in it. Gobert. Okay. Rudy Gobert of the uh, Utah Jazz tested positive um, Mm. in the league uh, for the coronavirus. Uh, also, I guess, in moving tangential news, Tom Hanks tested positive as well. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Uh, but yeah, people are starting to test positive for uh, coronavirus. At least a thousand cases in the U.S. Affecting some 30-odd states currently. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's a so around. stuff is going to be canceled. And by stuff... I mean other sporting events. Yeah, uh, so we'll get there in a moment. But uh, we'll just have... up third right now. Okay, um, so let's jump uh, to... To the NCAA men's uh, basketball. Yes, uh, so yeah. Um, so that's being... Uh, that's the second story. Yeah, I don't see anything about anything about the coronavirus in that. Yeah, it is. Oh, because they... Um, yeah, the first four matchups for the basketball tournament... Are still scheduled for March seventeenth to the eighteenth, with the first round that weekend, yes, uh, the twentieth. Uh, yes, yeah, selection Sunday is this Sunday, but it will be a somber selection Sunday because this year the tournament will be held without spectators. Uh, no yeah. one will watch it. I mean, people will watch it on TV because yeah. only a limited amount of people will be allowed into the arenas. Only essential media and family will be allowed at the games. Uh, I don't know how they determine family, if it's like you have to be related to the player. Yeah, I don't know And how that works. like pass, like make sure you're clean. It's like, no, I'm his bro. No, I'm not. Trust me, I'm his bro. <laughs> yeah, but like only essentials. I will not elaborate any further. Because it's NBA. <laughs> only essentials. Are, uh, it's the D-League, it's not the NBA. Yeah. Uh, only essential personnel will be allowed at the NCAA tournaments. So, yeah. Uh, but... That doesn't mean that uh, we have to wait until then to see it already take effect. Because <laughs> yeah. the Ivy League has canceled their tournaments as four schools closed campus after coronavirus concerns. Uh, Yale was the first team in with the decision. Yeah, uh, Yale was currently had the best record in the Ivy League, so they will get the bid, even though Harvard beat them twice this <laughs> year by double digits both times. And was a basically one of the favorites yeah. coming into this uh, weekend tournament to beat Yale. Oh, but no. Well. 
But no, I mean, like, it sucks for the seniors who are like, well, I guess that's how my season ends, by not playing another game and not realizing, oh, that's the last time I'm ever going to play. Yeah. Which, you know, that's what coaches always say, like, we never know when it's going to be <laughs> your last game time. Like the last one. Yeah, because you never know when your last one's going to be, and for most of those guys... Surprise. Surprise, that was it. You know, unless you're, like, Jeremy Lin, who yeah. came from Harvard and decided to play in the NBA. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a crazy time in uh, sports, but... But, yeah, that's the big one, that uh, the NBA will officially... We're reporting it here because ESPN is currently reporting it as well, that the NBA will be suspended. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they decide to go the NCAA route and do play games, but without people. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a theory that that might happen, but we'll see. Yeah, but... As of right now, we're going to say the season has been suspended. Then, uh, meanwhile, though, um, other things are happening in sports that aren't coronavirus-related. But might well be. The NFL free agency began. uh, Begins 4 p.m. Eastern next Wednesday. Yes. uh, The teams have until uh, this Sunday to franchise tag any players, meaning they are basically frozen, from being looked at a free agency, they're basically signing them under a franchise tag. But any person who's not under that franchise tag and is a free agent basically enters free agency. Mm-hmm. The top two names um, currently that I constantly see uh, being eyed at, well, I guess three for free agency are Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, though. Dak Prescott, though. Uh, <laughs> Amari Cooper okay. of the Cowboys, receiver. And Tom Brady oh. as well. What do you know? Um, he is currently being eyed at, or at least continuously speculated that he will leave New England <laughs> for some yeah, odd reason. That's the theory. Um, also the theory, or I guess not a theory, but confirmed, uh, Philip Rivers of the Chargers will not yes. be returning to the Chargers. Right. But that doesn't mean he has a team for next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see if someone decides to pick his pick him and his nine children up uh, as part of their roster. <laughs> yep, all the kids. Package deal. Comes with them. Then also in football, Steelers and Cowboys were announced for the hot game. What is the hot game? Uh, the Hall of Fame. You have H-O-T. Here. I have H-O-F. <laughs> no, do you want to see your H-O-T? Oh, did, did it autocorrect? It says the hot game. Did it autocorrect the H-O-T? <laughs> it did. Hot it did. It did. I was going to say, it's the hot game. They have that in Hotlanta? Oh. <laughs> no, that's the Super Bowl. No, that's the Hall of Fame game. Okay, Hall uh, of Fame game. Will game. be the Steelers versus the the Cowboys. Which, who knows who the Cowboys um, quarterback will be at that time. We'll see. Also, we assume Ben Roethlisberger will be back to be the quarterback for the Steelers. Otherwise, <laughs> we may be seeing Duck Hodges out there throwing a ball Sorry, to I had someone. Sorry, Duck Hodges just now. No, no, because he's a duck collar champion. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. No one did until he was forced to play call. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, hell, who is this guy? Do a quick Google search. Oh, apparently he did this. Yeah. Uh, but, um, anyway. do, uh, lastly, in um, sports news, we will be, keep, because the NBA decided to spend games, we will be keeping an eye out. On what the MLB decides to do yeah. as that season starts um, 
beginning of April, first week of April. Yeah. Right now they're currently in spring training. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as teams return to their home state and their home city, it will, will be um, monitored. I guess is the best word to say. Yeah. Of what they decide to do with games. It'll be very interesting. Uh, yeah. We will keep you guys posted on that. Yeah, especially... Now that I have an invested interest. Yes. But we'll, we'll also... Uh, but we're not done to talk about stuff that got canceled here. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving on, moving I guess. Moving on, out of sports. We're done with sports. Let's move into television news. All right, what TV got canceled? Uh, well, TV uh, isn't getting canceled, but uh, Upfronts got canceled. All right, so, Matt, for... Those of them, not me, I know what they are, but for, for those of them who don't know what upfronts are. Upfronts, essentially, is when you bring in your media buyers, your networks, your etc., your advertisers, uh, talent agents, pretty much anybody that you want to have be in front of your new television series, and you show them your new television series. You just sit them down and be like, this is it. How much do you want? Like, how much do you want to buy this for? Throw money at us. Throw money at us, throw talent at us, throw resources at us. Like, this is the time to do that. But, as the coronavirus continues its spread, some media companies are changing their plans for the annual Upfront uh, uh, presentations. So, several companies have already canceled, postponed, or modified plans for the presentations. Cancellations include AMC... And uh, Fox News, you have news here in quotes. Just yes. Say that there's some editorial editorializing going on. In yes. This, uh, post here. A and E doing a virtual presentation to ad agencies. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, the event is still scheduled to sp- start March 12th though, and continue through May 14th, more or less, depending on who actually shows up and does it. Yeah. New York, however, uh, I understand is not quite on lockdown. There mm, are not yet hesitant to pull the trigger quite yet. Um. Manhattan specifically is on high alert, but mm. the rest of New York is currently not on lockdown. But it's on watch. It's on watch, and if the mayor, current mayor of New York City, uh, whatever his name, de Blasio, <laughs> has anything good. to say about it, um, we'll no see. one will be on the train, so no one might right. go to work. <laughs> we'll see how that happens. That a similar a, story here in Orange County. Not, not, we're not on lockdown. We're not really like sure what's going on. No, that's actually currently going on at my uh, work office where Ooh, we're being yeah. tested uh-huh. or we're it, er, initiating pre-alert status because you know we should have this in case like when the big earthquake happens. Yeah. But this is a good test run it's to there, yeah. basically say, hey, should like we not have the ability to go into work? Do we have in preparation, yeah, something to continue business. And for me, like I cannot do my job from home. Well, you don't have a laptop to do your job from home. Well, no, no, no. It's not even just about the, the the hardware. It's that I need access to websites in which they are IP address tracked. Ah. I would have to run a virtual machine and log into my computer. Well, so see, that's what we IP would do. Address would be the same, and that would be too complicated. Well, see, that's what they're having us do, is that they give (laughs) us a laptop and have us log in through a VPN back to to their uh, servers. So we'll see what happens with that, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're not talking about that. No. We're talking about television news. Let's move on. Oh, that's all I had on it? Yeah, that's all you had on it. Oh, I thought I had more. Uh, The second story, which is a little bit happier news. All right. Because new TV is still happening. Yes. Believe it or not. Yes. Uh, Even though, like, we just talked about new TV, um, basically, 
being on hold for buyers. Mm. That's not going to stop uh, companies from greenlighting stuff. No. And this one is something I think we will watch. Yeah, so I mentioned this recently on our uh, side series we're doing right now, our um, March Madness bracket about television series from the 2010s. There's if, our plug right there. Yeah, pl- let's plug our that Our March now. Madness uh, bracket. If you want to listen to that, that is available now on our feed. Uh, we have a couple of episodes in the can for you as of this recording. Anyway, uh, but what I mentioned uh, was about how Fox, um, after their purchase of Bento Box, the uh, animation studio that brings you Bob's Burgers, is going all in on primetime animation mm-hmm. uh, because they are uh, obviously uh, probably, well, this is a theory. The theory is that they'll be moving away from promoting um, long-standing shows like The Simpsons and Family Guy mm-hmm. because they are no longer franchises that are wholly owned by the network. They are now Disney properties. Correct. Um, so, As Disney Plus continues to tell me that The Simpsons is on it. So in order to continue their animation domination, as it were, yes. uh, they are greenlighting their own animation, uh, animated primetime shows from Bento Box. And the newest one announced is uh, uh, it has some powerful names behind it. Uh, names that we may continuously be talking about on our side project there for um, March Madness. None other than uh, the duo behind 30 Rock and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Tina Fey and Robert Carlock. Mm-hmm. You don't have Robert Carlock's name on on the story, so it's good that I already knew it. <laughs> no, no, he's on there. I think. <laughs> oh. Anyway. It might not be. <laughs> so you have you should be glad that I just know his name. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're doing it, uh, doing a 20-episode straight series order for Netflix. So this is not Fox, but no. it's also Bento Fox. Uh, yes. But yeah, uh, Mulli- called Mulligan. It is an animated comedy that explores what happens after an alien attack destroys the Earth and how what remains of humanity has the chance to start society over from scratch. Being a do-over or a, a mulligan, mulligan, if you will. <laughs> the golf uh, turf. So yeah, uh, like I said, Bento Box is handling the animation. Meanwhile, they're also developing an untitled L.A. Mayor comedy starring Ted Danson and Holly Hunter for NBC, which is expected to premiere later this year. By the way, I learned something interesting about this show, this Ted Danson show. Yes. Apparently, when it was first uh, pitched, this was supposed to be a 30 Rock spinoff. Okay. Apparently, they had pitched it as a show about um, taking place after, immediately after the finale for 30 Rock, in which Jack Donaghy okay. runs for mayor of New York. Okay, I figured. And it was supposed to be about his political life as mayor. Okay. However, as production continued, uh, they decided to, they, they first revised it with Ted Danson in the role instead uh-huh. of... Instead of um, uh, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin. Uh, probably because they couldn't afford him anymore. Right. Um, and then once that, once they realized that there was no reason for it to keep ties to the Third Rock universe, they dropped all ties to it. So and then three years later, the 2016 yeah. election happened. Right. So yeah, uh, this is uh, so this is that. It's just not related to Thirty mm-hmm. Rock anymore. Right. So yeah, interesting stuff. I mean, I guess that's why they moved it from New York to L.A. Right. Yeah. In order for Ted Danson to be more at home, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it for that. Yeah. Uh, that's it that. for TV On news. a related note, I watched... I, this is not really a thought because I don't okay. really have much to say about it, but it's related to the Bento Box studio. I watched the pilot for Duncanville. Okay. 
And? It has its moments, but I don't know if I'm going to watch it. That sounds like me with Bless the Hearts. Yeah. It had moments, but not yeah. actually going to watch it. It seems like there, there, it, there's some good talent behind it. Mike Scully, who is a showrunner on mm-hmm. The Simpsons in like season 9 through 11, I want to say, right. is the creator on this, along okay. with his wife. Um, and Amy Poehler, who has a production credit as well. Okay. And uh, there's moments where I'm like, yeah, this is this is decent, but the whole thing is just there's a pacing issue, and like it's not super appealing looking. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna stick up stick okay. with it, but uh, but it exists. All right. But you have an actual thought. Yes, I have an actual thought. So Guy of Guy's Grocery Game and Diners Drivers and Dives decided to steal our idea of a March Madness bracket. <laughs> And have his own type of tournament of March that makes me go mad. Yes. In a bracket format. Yes. Uh, Guy's Tournament of Champions, where he takes brings in chefs from all of, of Food Network. Unit. So, real quick, I have an issue with him using Tournament of Champions. Because you know what I think of when I hear Tournament of Champions? Jeopardy. I think of Jeopardy. <laughs> yes. I don't know if it's actually called Tournament of Champions. I think it is. I think it is. I think I've seen the little ad in yeah. the corner. But, it's just straight up called Tournament of Champions. I mean, it's Guy's Tournament of Champions, so that way it's possessive. Yeah. <laughs> and not just general very, Tournament of Champions. I agree, he's very... But Tournament of Champions is just a general thing that I think I everyone has trademarked. Still. Like, when I was in Little League, I was a part of the Tournament, tournament of Champions, champions. Yeah. which we won. Well, Woo-hoo. congratulations, that's Little League you. That's when I peaked. Yeah, that was your peak <laughs> right there. It's all the downhill from there. Yes, ever since I turned 11. <laughs> all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> You got married, uh, still, nothing beats that moment. Anyway. I still have my bottles from then. Aw. Yeah, they gave us little uh, cider bottles. Uh-huh. has, like, champagne to pop and spray everywhere. Cider, cider bottle rules. Yeah, cider bottle rules. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, guys, grocery games. Yeah, tournament champions. Guys, uh, diners, diners, and drives. And yes. guys, Thanksgiving challenges and other... Food Network competitions. So all the competition, uh, all the champions of these things, and puts them in a bracket. Well, not just from guy related, but there's like some Top Chef champions here, some like uh, Iron Iron Chef in here as well. Oh, is and it, is it Morimoto? No, ah, uh-huh. no, it's uh, <laughs> what's her name, Alfonso? Oh, yeah, Alfonso de la Renta, something like that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, and it puts them in an East versus West style bracket to determine the best chef. But it's also done in the style of Guy's Grocery Games, where he does a big spin of the wheel, and like it's it determines their protein, their side, uh, their flavor palette, a utensil they have to mm-hmm. use, and how much time they have. And mileage to Flavor Town. Um, I mean, your mileage may vary, but. <laughs> Um, basically every chef that they brought in has like has been on Food Network has won Food Network competitions and has basically make a name for like Jet Tila's on this thing huh. we love Jet Tila yeah uh, and uh, we just saw him on a TV yeah. Bo is also on there as well and uh, yeah a lot of good chefs that I watch or like because you constantly watch Food Network like oh i know that guy oh i know that guy oh i know that girl oh i remember that person just constantly just makes it a big tournament of champions and i like it and um so when it comes to judging they aren't out there so the judges who come in one of them is curtis stone Mm -hmm. uh 
come in and they don't know who cooked it, but they have two people out there who watch them cook, and then they provide them with the dish and any answer any questions uh, they may have. Neat. Okay. Yeah. One of them is uh, Simon Punjar, one of uh, our favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a fun little throwback of like, look, kind of reminds me of like a high school reunion. <laughs> of like, oh, all these people, all these people who you know from all these different cliques are just now all coming together. That's cool. It's a fun show. It's cool I idea. like it. Yeah. That's not the only thing you watched this week. Uh, it's the only thing I could comprehend this week. So, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the bigger uh, television release that you watched this week that uh, I presume people are talking about. I haven't heard personally or on Twitter, but it seems like it's a big deal. So, tell us, what the hell is Devs? That is a good question, and I think <laughs> that is part of the mystery box that is this show. So, is Devs short for Developers? That's what it wants you to think. Are these game developers? That's what it, No, no, it's not game... App. Web developers? App. app developers. Okay. Okay, so... So they make appetizers for chili. All right, so um, this comes from <laughs> Alex Garland. This comes from Alex Garland. Uh, I, I could have presumed that from the trailers. You know, the guy from <laughs> Ex Machina yeah, and... Uh, what was it? the other one? Uh, Death... No. Uh, the Natalie Portman one. Yeah. Annihilation. Annihilate. No. Uh, no. No, it's Annihilation. Annihilation, not Arrival. Uh, he might have done... He might which have one is which? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Annihilation is Natalie Portman. Uh, Arrival is Amy Adams. You're right. Okay, it's probably Annihilation. Yes, anyway. it's Annihilation. Uh, anyways, I don't know what this is. <laughs> you watched it. You okay, know. okay. Lo- long review, short, I don't know what this is. And I kind of want to know what this is. Okay. Um, so in the past ten years or so, the idea of big co- big tech company uh-huh. working on a secret project that no one knows about yeah is kind of your basic premise of the show. Okay, where one where your main character base is all of a sudden lifted up from the peons into the altar that is this secret development project. Right, he is uh, picked out of. Nowhere to be in charge of this thing. Uh, not in charge, but a part of this team. Okay. And uh, Nick Offerman, who is... Yes, that Nick Offerman. Yeah, in a rare dramatic role. Yes. Um, looking a lot like a really old Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> like, not kid Haley Joel Osment, but like, like current, current day, day. Joel, Haley Joel Osment. So Osmond. current day Haley Joel Osment with like another 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. Or 30 years or whatever. <laughs> Okay, jeez. Just drag Nick Offerman, why don't you? Oh, no, because he's made to look like he's, like, this much tired, older. much older, much oh, tired no, old no. man right. that he is. Or he actually is. Maybe he is. I actually have no idea how old Nick Offerman is. He does not age. Hey, Siri, how old is Nick Offerman? <laughs> oh, just showing off your new toy there? Now she doesn't hear He's 49 years old. Wow, he... Wow. Nick Offerman is 49 years old. Oh, he looks a lot older in the show. Anyway, I figured he wasn't that old. Yeah, okay, he might be rather that old. Thank, thank you. Anyways, um, he <laughs> plays uh, basically the CEO of this tech company, uh-huh. and he has discovered something. Okay. He's discovered code or written code or something. But that <laughs> okay, complete, he went to GitHub, discovered some code. <laughs> that completely rewrites how you view things. Did that and only go a over set, everybody's head? Okay, yes, it did. Anyway. I'm moving right along. Because <laughs> a uh, set... Only a for like number three of people. people out there. They got it. Oh, I see them right there. Pop, pop, yeah. pop. 
Anyways, um, basically, like, the select group of people work on the same project, but he doesn't tell them what it is, that they'll just figure it out. Okay. Uh, it's an open source code, but we don't know exactly what it does. However, based <laughs> on... things on GitHub. But however, based on what I've seen, <laughs> and based on what I have basically inferred, it is a, not a time machine... But a predictor of human behavior mm-hmm. that anyone that it'll allow that it's a code that allows the person to predict someone else's movement. That's, that's okay. That's a sci-fi. That's an actual like. It's a thing. The it's same. Thing? It's, the it's the same, same concept. Author as iRobot. Maybe. Is, oh, Isaac wrote, Asimov. Uh, Asimov. Yeah. He wrote this a whole bunch of books like, based on um, on the science of being able able to predict. Large groups of people and social setting. Okay. Thank you, chat. So that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a knowledge of sci-fi history, then you may already know that. Yeah. But anyways... If it's you're like, like us. <laughs> who just like <laughs> like sci-fi in general. Well, I, I mean, I could take or leave most sci-fi. I didn't know that. Yeah. But that was fascinating. Thank you for the interest. Yes. Thank you, chat. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway. I love it when chat responds so quickly. <laughs> it's good to have a resident expert. Yes. These, these things. A current resident expert. Yes. Anyway. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's sci-fi of the sci-fi wazoo. But it's not on sci-fi. No. It's on AMC. No. No, it's on... It's it's an FX production. FX, sorry. No. No? It's an FX production <laughs> on Hulu. Oh, right, because they have the FX on Hulu stuff right now. Yes. This is not on FX. You can't watch it on FX. Mm-hmm. You have to be subscribed to Hulu to watch this. So Disney's making you buy into their system already. Yeah, I'm I'm bought into it. I mean, one episode in, uh, it's definitely interesting. And unlike uh, most mystery box episodes, or like Damon Lindelof likes to do, uh-huh. where it's mystery box and mystery yeah. box, yeah, or you know, like J.J. Abrams likes to do, where he he'll never open his mystery box. <laughs> uh, this is one that uh, looks like. Because it is Alex Garland, will actually give me some goddamn answers by the end of the season. Let's hope so. Yeah. Is Nick Offerman God? Is that the answer? He's basically trying to play God. But is he actually God? Because I believe be. that. If if I had to guess, like if any like existing celebrity was secretly God, Nick Offerman would be at least in the top ten. Yeah, but the words that make uh, Megan Mullaney. Oh, top five. Oh, top five. <laughs> <laughs> Together they are omnipotent. <laughs> Between the two of them. Uh, anyway. <laughs> getting so deep in the weeds episode, no one will understand half the shit we're saying. It's okay. Anyway. It's okay. We'll sling it back to back and forth. Sling it? Yeah. Like Dick <laughs> Offerman and Megan Mullaney. Ha! Ah. Funny. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, you will continue watching Devs and you will tell us more as it goes on? I believe it is an eight-episode series so far. Or no, it has it will air eight episodes um, in total for the season. Um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes because the main character that you follow, Sergey, mm-hmm. um, dies at the end of the first episode, oh, and so his girlfriend, who you know, you think eventually, like it's just like, oh, she's just the girlfriend who's gonna get worried. She becomes the main character and tries to find out what happened to her boyfriend and okay. what exactly. Happens in the devs area. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, keep us updated on that. 
it's interesting that we're talking about a show that does that pulls that kind of rug pulls that trick on you in the first episode because we were just talking about again in our uh our uh, march madness tv shows of the 2010s bracket we we're just talking about that when you we were talking about game of thrones yep that game of thrones has changed the rules and now you have to kill off your characters mm-hmm. in television yeah uh but yeah anyway uh, moving on to cancellations and renewal. Oh, right. So, speaking of shows that are, like, officially canceled, not, like, semi-canceled. Yeah. Not just festivals getting canceled. Uh, we also have shows on the chopping block. First up, Sci-Fi. Uh, this will be relevant to some people in the room. <laughs> is canceling The Magicians after five seasons. Uh, it is currently airing its fifth season. Correct. And its final, uh, final episode will be on April Fool's, April 1st. Yes. So, if they end on a cliffhanger... You won't know if you believe it or not, because it's on April Fool's Day. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll maybe, maybe it will just uh, pull a uh, Sopranos and cut to black like, like three seconds short. like the sigh that came about through the magicians. It's almost like somebody has been struggling with the show since its, it's inception. It's a struggle! It's a struggle. It's a struggle on the struggle bus! Yeah. Oh, I've been on that struggle bus before with different shows. Yeah, this one seems like a real doozy. I keep doozy, trying though. over and over yeah. again to watch it. I recently yes. sat through an episode of <laughs> trying to watch this thing, and man, they get along a lot of they get away with a lot of fucks for cable. Really, cable. Huh. I was shocked. I was like, "How are they hearing this?" Wait, like visual or no, 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 verbal? Like the word. Oh, verbal. Yeah, yeah. just oh. constant, constant. And I'm like, "When do they air this? At like one a.m.? Like, what the hell <laughs> are they doing? Did the rules change that drastically in the last ten years?" No, I think I think it is at like eleven p.m. But sci-fi sure. though, like maybe FX, but like, maybe. did FX just ch- rewrite the rule book? Maybe just because it is on sci-fi, no one's watching. No one cares. <laughs> like, they don't think anybody will notice. It hasn't yeah. been brought up to the FCC yet. Somebody needs like to, to to do like an article about this because like I'm it's on with how much FX has changed the game. I'm sure it's on. Um, it, I know it's on Netflix, and you can binge watch like the first couple. Yeah, seasons. no, I understand how you would do that on Netflix, but straight up, do they do they believe it on time? Like, have they got to do something right? Like, huh? I don't know how they do it. Do they edit around it? South Park believes it, and then they. But like, have the unaired? No, you're right, but, like, I can't imagine them doing that for a live-action drama. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me, so I would be fascinated to see that show run live. Because they could, they cannot edit around it. Well, that, It's that common. Well, you can watch it on <laughs> April 1st and tell me how it is. Maybe, maybe I will, but I probably won't. <laughs> Moving on, Netflix. You're like, I'm good. No, I'm good. Like, not my thing. Um, although, everybody is really attractive in that show. Like, that was one of my takeaway, though. I was watching it, and I was like, like, literally every person, like, male or female is like or Quantico, everyone's super good looking. More so, believe it or not. More so? We were, we yeah. were watching the show, and yeah, he's like, watching it. I'm like, we could change the channel. He's like, I'm okay, everybody's pretty, at least. Yeah, like, I have no <laughs> idea what the hell's going on. I'm not interested at all in the story, but man, I just like looking at these people. They're really attractive. They're really attractive. Everybody. Everyone. Every, every single the, character. The nerdy, the nerdy people, yeah. the not nerdy people. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like what CW was uh, ten years ago. Is yeah, like, it's like every, they, everybody has Everybody's to be super attractive. Really Where Smallville nice was uh, just yeah. constantly yeah, good, era, good looking for sure. It was like all like attractive. People. Yeah. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, Smallville and Supernatural. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's like that. Anyway, there sorry. Was. Like, why is everyone so good looking in the small town in the middle of Kansas? I know it doesn't make any sense. Why? Where did they get all of these freaking models? Where are the good jeans at? Yeah. It must be something in the water. Kansas models. Anyway. Sharing with us. Let's move on. Alright. This is full of, full of sidetracking this week. Um, hey, you want more sidetracking. That's true. I asked for this, didn't I? 
Um, meanwhile, on Netflix, they're bringing back Ragnarok for a second season. Dot, dot, dot. Yes, <laughs> I, I thought Ragnarok meant the end of everything. No, it's, it's not end over. It continues. <laughs> uh, Comedy Central is bringing back the reboot of Crank Yankers for a second season. The reboot? Yeah. That was a reboot? That's a reboot because uh. it was a show in the, the 2000s. Yeah. Right, I Crank. know. Frank show. They brought it back earlier this year. Oh, okay. And or last late last year. Right. And they're with Nick it Roll. Yeah. With the sec for a second season. Chance the rappers involved, apparently. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a Nick Kroll thing, I know that. I don't like but... Frank shows, so it, it doesn't appeal to me at all. Mm-hmm. Um Well it's with puppets. St- still does not help. <laughs> I don't like any I don't like any like prank show. Like that includes like anything where it's like a person on the street yeah. and stuff. Like that just it tugs on my anxiety and I cannot watch it. Uh, even to the point where like if like it doesn't even have to be a prank, it could just be like on a radio show if they do like a like a caller, if like somebody calls in, wait, I have to change the channel. So you don't like Ryan's roses? No, it, that stuff makes me so anxious because I'm like, this person could say literally anything. It freaks me I out. Know I don't they know don't. why. I just, yeah, but at the same time just the thought that they could freaks me out. I have to change the channel. I don't know what's wrong with me. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to psychoanalyze me for the podcast, please. We might do it for a separate know. podcast. Let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. We might do it for a separate podcast. Write your diagnose, <laughs> a diagnosis for me. Anyway, um, meanwhile on Stars, people who care about Stars. Yes. The Rook. Not The Rookie, but The Rook, which is a different show, I guess. It is. Um, canceled after one season. Huh. See, so Even I- for Stars, it was not good enough. Well, that's because it only had two moves. Forward or lateral. <laughs> chest jokes. That's where you come, where you come to the Media Boy Podcast for. Some deep chest content. <laughs> Apple TV Plus has renewed Truth Be Told for a second season. Yes, Apple TV Plus still exists. That is a thing. Has I technically have a free subscription to that for the rest of the year, and I haven't watched a single thing on it. Um... You know, there's stuff on there, apparently. Snoopy in space. Or so, uh, so, I've, so I've read. Snoopy in space. I can watch some of the morning show. Yeah. You know, there's stuff. Uh, speaking of space, Lost in Space on Netflix, That speaking of reboots, will get a third season, but it will be its last. That sounds about right. Sounds about right for Netflix. AJ and the Queen cancel them on Netflix after one season. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. And we move lastly into death. I didn't say deaths, I said death because there's one this week, uh, but it's a big one. Famous actor Max von Sydow, age 90. I'm glad you said that right. Yes. I don't know how to say Max von Sydow. I've seen a lot of Sido. <laughs> he's been around forever. Uh, but yeah, he's a famous, famous actor. Mostly known um, uh, for his uh, roles in The Seventh Seal, mm-hmm. uh, The Exorcist, famous, famous movies. And most recently, uh, was in Game of Thrones for a little bit. Yeah, he was uh, Blood Raven in Game of Thrones. He was yeah. the priest in uh, The Exorcist. He's one of those guys that if you don't know necessarily who he is by his name, you'll see him as a character mm-hmm. in a movie and you'll be like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Yeah. He's uh, very much a recognizable he is, figure. He is clearly one of uh, that guy, but yeah. he's also been in over 100 films. Oh yeah, very, very <laughs> talented man. Definitely be missed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. yeah, and Seventh Seal... Great film. Uh, yeah, but... that's a that is a film school filmmaker. <laughs> oh yeah, film. definitely a film school film. For but sure. uh, just the idea of it uh, of 
a man playing chess. Speaking of chess. Speaking of chess. <laughs> I mean, that's not what the whole movie is about. That is a no. famous scene. Yes. A famous scene from that movie. Yes. Uh, literally that is, playing chess against death. Which has brought into popular media. Oh, yeah. It's been the, parodied a billion times. Not, not specifically playing chess, but... Playing a game against yeah. death. People of a certain uh, of a certain uh, generation will remember from uh, which Bill and Ted is it the first one? The or first the one? one. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's the second one because they're trying to get it. Second one. It's the second, second one. That's why I asked because I was like, the, I think it's bogus journey. The first journey. one is yeah. the bogus. The second one is bogus journey. Yeah. First one. First one is excellent adventure. adventure. Excellent yeah. adventure. It's a bogus journey where yeah. they have the bit about yeah. Anyway. I tried yes. watching that recently. Yeah, and there's also does it hold up? <laughs> no. well, there's a third Dude. one. Well, there's a third one. They're gonna bring a third, third one out. They're doing a third. No, it's not out yet. They're uh, doing a third a, one. What the, what They're doing a third one. Yeah, it was a commercial uh, you probably saw. It's probably commercial. Okay. All right, I hand this over to you because we're gonna switch over to music now. Oh, wow! It's time for music. All right, it's time for music. That means we start uh, music with the Billboard, and we start the Billboard. Yes. With the Hot 100. All right, how hot is my 100 singles this year? Hot, this hot, week? hot. Uh, You're saying this year. You always say this year. Yeah, accidentally. This I'm week. In, this week. Well, The Box by Roddy Rich is still your number one single. Because of course it is. Uh, Life is Good by Future, but really it's you great. Think with everybody quarantined, they would be streaming more music, and maybe you would want a variety by now. No, I don't know. Because Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa is number three. It's started. Yeah. But, you know, people are listening to the same thing because Circles by Post Malone uh-huh. is still number four. Fun fact about that song I just learned today. Apparently, uh, Tame Impala's Kevin Parker produced that song. Oh. And now, all of a sudden, I hear it. Like, yeah. when I heard it on the radio today, I was like, you know what? I, I can hear it now in okay. the production. It does sound like his kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but... Uh, Fun fact about it. And uh, two weeks ago's new song by Lady Gaga, Stupid Love, Yes. Uh, premieres in the top five at number five. Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't higher. I am um, not. But then again, in a streaming world dedicated, like, uh, dedicated to these, these, uh, these, I don't know how you describe it. I don't even know if there's a name for it. These people like Roddy Rich were like these, like, internet sensations. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how you, what the term is, but yeah. Millennials. No. Zoomers. <laughs> is that Zoomer what we're going to? <laughs> Zoomer music out there. The, those TikTokers? Like boogie with the hoodie. The TikTokers? Yeah, all those TikTokers. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Billboard 200. Uh, your album's chart. Yeah. Uh, at number one, My Turn by Lil Baby. Yeah, Lil Baby, already with a new album. I swear he just put one out. Uh, number two... Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G by Bad Bunny. My understanding is that is an acronym for some a phrase in Spanish. It is. Yeah, but I, I will, did not know what the phrase is. I will not try and say it either. <laughs> uh, number three, Map <laughs> of the Soul. If either of us were going to be the, the one to do it, you would be the one to do it. So Yeah, you know, but that requires me actually looking up what it is. Right. Uh, number three, Map of the Soul 7 by yeah, BTS. Moving down for number one last week. Uh, number four, American Standard by James Taylor. Yes, that, that James, James Taylor. Taylor with a top five album. Yeah, he's right. And uh, number five, please excuse me for being antisocial by Roddy Rich. Okay, I will. All right. Uh, moving into Good. new releases. If you don't like any of those albums, we have new releases. Good to know. What am I listening to this week? I don't know what you're listening to, but here, but here are, are the new releases. releases. Cool. Uh, we have 16 Oceans. That's a lot of ocean. By 
Fortet. Now, yeah, Fortet. Fortet. Yeah. We have Healer by Group Love. Yes, that Group Love. That group love. They keep playing their uh, single on the radio. It's it's all right. Okay. We also have Heartbreak Weather by Neil Horan. Yes, that Neil, uh, formerly of One uh, Direction. Yes. Uh, we also have Endless Dream by Peter Bjorn and John. All three of them. Uh, we also have Silver Landings by Mandy Moore, which I believe was last that week. That was last week. I probably didn't take that. Yeah, because I also have Moby on here. Yeah, okay. Then Fanagram and Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. The, uh, that's it for new releases. Yeah, that's it for new releases. <laughs> I forgot to delete it. Yes, I know you did. Because I listened to that Mandy Moore yes. album. How was it? I didn't listen to it. Uh, I'll tell you in thoughts, but first... Well, fine. We have Great. music news. Let's, what's in music news this week? Uh, well, Dizzy's in the music news. They are? Yeah. Walt Disney Studios has acquired the worldwide distribution rights to filmmaker Peter Jackson's previously announced Beatles documentary, Get Back, which creates a new film from the hundreds of hours of footage that spawned... Sorry, just a second. My watch is telling me I have to stand for a little bit. Oh. <laughs> that spawned the group's 1970 swan song, you like my Let crotch. It Be. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, oh, because you you, st- you sit too long? Yeah, if you sit more uh, for 50 minutes, it will tell you to stand. Well, we've been talking for, for an minute. hour, so. Yeah, so yeah checks out. that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, um, I included this. Uh, I know it's mostly really a movie story, but I included this because I would totally be down to see this. Yeah. Uh, like a behind-the-scenes look of, um, of the Beatles recording process would be pretty cool. The Beatles, colon, get back will be released by the Walt Disney Studios in the U.S. and Canada on September 4th, with additional details and dates for the film's global release to follow. The announcement was made earlier today by the studio's chairman, Robert Iger, at Disney's annual meeting of the shareholders. Yep, chairman, as his new um, role is. Yep. Chairman. Chairman Robert Iger. Bob Iger. Uh, but hey... <laughs> New Beatles, uh, yeah. not music, but New Beatles documentary. Yeah, seems cool. Um, always uh, interested in uh, that kind of documentary. I love documentaries. I'm so interested in this cool. because Peter Jackson did the World War One documentary. Yeah, yeah, people like it. It got got praised for its restoration. So he's he's must be good. It must it must be something right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, interesting. Cool news. I know some people who'll be really interested in Beatles uh, uh, mania. I bet. I bet. All right, what else do we got? Uh, well, the big story. This is the big story. Yeah. Uh, cover your mouth, cover your eyes, cover your ears, cover everything. Sing happy as, birthday twice when you uh, wash your hands. Yes, as once once again we're going to talk about coronavirus. Yep. As the this pains me to say this. Yeah, that's it. I know you do because this affects you personally. All right, it's official. Uh, Golden Voice, the Coachella and Stagecoach um, organizers, have announced that it that their festivals will be postponed due to concerns of the coronavirus. This affects both Stagecoach and Coachella. Yes, um, Golden Voice released a statement on on uh, Mario Day. March 10th. March 10th. Quote, 
At the direction of the County of Riverside and local health authorities, we must sadly confirm the rescheduling of Coachella and Stagecoach due to COVID-19 concerns. Yes. While this decision comes at a time of universal uncertainty, we take the safety and health of our guests, staff, and community very seriously. We urge everyone to follow the guidelines and protocols put forth by public health officials. Coachella will now take place on October 9th, 10th, and 11th, and October 16th, 17th, and 18th of 2020. Stagecoach will take place on October 23rd, 24th, and 25th of 2020. All purchases for the April dates will be honored for the rescheduled October dates. Purchasers will be notified by Friday, March 13th, that's right, Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. on how to obtain a refund if they are unable to attend. Okay. Thank you for your continued support, and we look forward to seeing you in the desert this fall. Okay, so, man, on this, uh, man who this affects directly... What are you guys' plans? Are you guys going to go in October? Um, uh, well... ask for the refund? I don't know yet. Okay. Because I have a wedding in October. <laughs> yes. Not yours. Not your own, but no. another. I have two different weddings. Possibly three different weddings in October. <laughs> so it'll be a busy month. So it's always your birthday. Busy month. Plus, this will be my birthday yeah. weekend. Or my pre-birthday weekend. I mean, weekend. that'd be a pretty crazy birthday. Yes. But that does ruin the plans that I've been telling everyone yeah. of my mac and cheese. But it does birthday. continue a tradition of yours to not be in town on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm sure you are upset about. I don't know. It's like I've just become used to it at this point. I mean, it has been five years running that I'm just yeah. not in town it's on my never, birthday. You're never here. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what people do. Yeah. Um, um, artists have basically confirmed that they are open for those dates. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is the big question mark, though, of whether they will... They have yet to announce that they will be a part of yeah. the October uh, reshuffling. Um, so far, uh, I did my own research, or uh -huh. at least I didn't do it. I can't take credit. <laughs> my doctor took the yes. research and saw that uh, the at least the headliners and the main acts for Stagecoach were available that weekend and had no concerts currently scheduled, so... That is something that they can look forward to, possibly. Yeah. What, what do you have to say? Oh, nothing. Oh. Unrelated. Okay, I thought you, were, thought you were jumping at the bit there. No. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, this does take a blow to all those people who, you know, buy hotels, buy Airbnbs, buy all this stuff to basically get out to the desert that is mm -hmm. Indio. It's a lot of work. It's not people. easy to get to. Yeah, who people for both people who are, who are playing these festivals and for people attending. It's a lot of planning that now needs to be completely like thrown out the window and rescheduled. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I mean, not only that, but it's also for like the people who live there who yeah. depend on that that August boom retail and everything. The other thing I feel like I should mention here is that this also affects the smaller names on the bills, both yes. uh, both festivals, as these small bands are, were practically relying on merchandise sales and um, yeah. the, the hype around their attending these festivals in order to um, float the rest of the year of tours. Mm -hmm. um, some of these smaller bands also have to cancel their regular tours as well. 
In fact, there are a, couple, um, a band I'm seeing on Friday this week um, has had to annou- uh, announce of can- their cancellation for all of the dates after their West Coast dates. Yeah. So it's, it's affecting even small bands who mm-hmm. can barely afford to tour at all. Right. So keep that in mind. This is not a frivolous rich problem. This does affect the smaller artists as well who need something like this. That being said, part of me is also kind of happy to see Golden Voice take a hit. They're not a great company, mm-hmm. led by some not-so-great people. So I, part of me is a little giddy that they have to scramble. Uh, but it's those smaller, uh, those smaller kind of uh, cogs in the big giant machine that I'm a little concerned about. But yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole mess. All of this stuff that's been affected by the coronavirus is a mess. This whole thing is just, I will, I have no idea when this is going to end. Like I don't, I have no idea how all this is going to be wrapped up. Well, I don't want to be wrapped up this episode because we're not done talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no. but it will be an interesting experiment, or at least experience. Because it's in October where the weather is a lot cooler. Yeah, it won't be freaking hot out there. Because it won't be so goddamn hot in the desert if the bands and the festival goers like it more that they kind of make this a permanent thing of moving it to October. I doubt it. Because when you have the the city involved here, they expect a certain... Thing a certain year, they probably budget around it, right? And so they would probably be like less thrilled about moving it permanently. Even this temporary move is probably driving them crazy. Yeah, but that is a lot to um, take place because yeah. usually in October is when they announce the next stagecoach lineup and the next Coachella lineup. Yeah, I mean, by the time yeah it'll be happening, it's like well we don't need to announce the next one, <laughs> right? <laughs> Quite yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see, but yeah, that's officially been moved, and who knows if this thing doesn't go away by then. That's basically an entire baseball season of it not (laughs) going away. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll see what happens, but anyway. It's a whole whole 180 games of baseball (laughs) between what would be Coachella and... And new Coachella. New Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. Plus playoffs. Plus playoffs. Playoffs. No, no, no. Because playoffs start in the first week of October, so. Yeah, so. Plus yeah. Plus anyway, let's continue. Anyways, uh, quick thought, though. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, that Mandy Moore. That Mandy Moore put out an album. <laughs> that Mandy Moore is also on a t- TV show, This Is Us. It's true. Uh, and that Mandy Moore was in a movie not too long ago, Tangled, as the voice of Rapunzel. Not too long ago. You realize that was ten years ago this year. Let, let, let me say not <laughs> too long ago. Tangled is not a recent movie anymore. Yeah, yes, it is. Uh-huh. Oh, apparently we are being broadcasted all the way out in uh, Texas right now. Hey! Wow, we have such reach. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> anyway. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> You Texans. Yes. Sorry about South by Southwest. You have thus to replace your entertainment this week. Apparently. Anyway. Uh, But yeah, uh, so That Many More put out a new album uh, titled Silver Landings. I don't know what I think of this thing. Yeah, is it, so, is it like her music before she went, like, all, all hands into acting? Like, is it like poppy? Is it kind of like that kind of thing? It's, 
kind of poppy, kind of okay. acoustic. Uh-huh. It's very mellow and sounds kind of like mellow mom music. Mellow mom music. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a new genre you're inventing? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Where uh-huh. it's not like the mom music of uh, Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson which, we talked about which we've before. talked about before, where it still has that big pop production, but like all the lyrics and everything they're talking about, and like it's not over the top for kids, but rather of basically directed at moms. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of like that, except it's more of the, kind of like the acoustic side of stuff, more on the more on the melody and more on the songwriting itself yeah. than it is on uh, on the sound. Okay. It's interesting. I, I like the song about L.A. in it. Okay. But other than that, it's an interesting take on... Current Mandy Moore. <laughs> okay, all right. It, that kind of reminds me of so uh, a couple years ago, um, uh, Vanessa Carlton came back and she put out a record the first in like like a decade. Okay, and like it sounds like that's kind of the the new like thing is like you have like a really popular career ten to twenty years ago and you're like yeah let's do that again and then you come back a little subdued a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like, a little bit alternative, a little acoustic, and then, like, mm. yeah, it's for a different audience. Definitely is for a Seems different like audience. like that's what she's going for. Yeah. Well, good for her. I'm glad Mandy's doing stuff. I always liked her. Yeah. It's uh, not quite for me, but mm-hmm. it's also not immediately turning me away from yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like something you would find on a Starbucks compilation. Yes. <laughs> It, it's Aww. it's the that's not a bad thing. It, it's it's the cold shopping music. <laughs> okay, that makes it sound bad. So okay, maybe not that. Yeah, bad. Uh, maybe more Starbucks. Yeah, more Starbucks. <laughs> like I was happy with the, the mom references. Like I listen to mom music, the folk, cool female, mom, cool, yeah. cool folk mom music, female yeah. singer songwriter stuff. I love. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. thank you, chat. Sure. Uh, now I'm sad. Somebody, somebody on my, uh, on my Twitter, they weren't talking about Mandy Moore, but they were talking about something similar. Okay. And they said, like, yeah, it's the kind of stuff that would happen if they made a modern Lilith fair. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> That's anyway. hilarious. Yep. So, okay. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Anyways, let's move on uh, to video games. Yes, video games. Yes. Uh, we shall start with new releases. And we yes. shall end with new releases because you don't you didn't change it. I didn't. No, Pokemon well, you don't Research have the updates because I definitely updated this. Did you? Yes. Um, no, I didn't. You're no, right. you didn't. I didn't. Sorry, my bad. No, you didn't. Uh, so well, no, no, no new games came no out. No new games. I forgot the games. I skipped it. It's okay. We'll have a bigger game section next. I week. I don't believe there's any big releases this week. Well, no, because the big release was the previous week with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That and yeah, and um, uh, Grand Blue uh, versus. So those games are out. And um, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Oh yeah, that was the big release this week. That was this week. That came out. Oh, that's right. That was the later week. That came out today. Okay. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Okay, so that is out. That is available on Game Pass. Uh, if you have Game Pass, so you can just straight up go and play that. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and play that then. Let's move on. All right. So let's move on to music news or video, video game, game news. news. Well, you know, it's not really video game news when we have to, you know. 
bring up the coronavirus yet again? Uh, it is, though, because this is actually probably the biggest video game news story we've had yet this year. I mean, it definitely is. Uh, so, Arguably we, in the last ten years. Arguably. It's been, it's a big story. So, uh, we've been noting constantly on the show about not just the GD Game Developers Conference being cancelled, not yep. just of uh, yep. companies dropping out of E3. And not even just uh, South by Southwest, because video games do uh, play a major role there in that festival as well. But, yep. but the newest on the chopping block... Is as the whole thing itself is the biggest one. Uh, E three, the yes. Electronic Entertainment Expo for twenty twenty, yes. has officially been canceled by its organizers. After weeks of the ESA saying, "No, we're good. We're still planning on having it." Yep. Guess what? No longer happening. Yep. Uh, in the wake of public health concerns surrounding the spread of the COVID nineteen disease across the globe, Entertainment Software Association has officially dropped the axe. Yep. In a statement announcing the news, the ESA cited the ongoing dangers posed by the coronavirus as the overriding factor behind its decision to cancel this year's iteration of the annual gaming exhibit. Quote, After m- much cons- careful consideration with our member uh, companies regarding the health and safety of everyone, in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we've made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020, scheduled for June 9th through the 11th in Los Angeles. And we specifically took this statement from Golden Voice because <laughs> these are the exact same, same words, words they use. It's almost <laughs> as like there, there's a template or something. Yes. <laughs> Which is a company-wide template of, yeah. hey, if you're going to cancel something, here's the exact order you need to say it. So, yeah, uh, this is, of course, predictable. Like, as soon as we saw stuff, uh, so, uh, all the, the companies dropping out of these major events, first PAX East and then GDC, like, we pretty much, we had guests, like, well, they're going to do the same thing with E3 unless yeah, this miraculously figured, stops next week. We figured it was only a matter of time until E3. Yeah, it was only a matter E3. of time until the other shoe dropped. Yeah. It was just that the ESA was really dragging everybody along and basically saying, no, no, we're good. We're mm-hmm. watching every day, but we're good. It's still happening. Well, yeah. Because I think they were desperate for their one big money-making time of year to still go on. And unlike the other uh, events we've talked about, there is no postponement here. Mm-hmm. Uh, even GDC was a postponement, in theory. They were right. going to revisit in September. Uh, E3, uh, the ESA has no plans to do another live convention-style event later in the year. Instead, their backup plan is to do everything digitally. Um, so this will be your major uh, press conferences being streamed from the companies themselves as opposed to on uh, in a Los Angeles setting. Think uh, Nintendo's Treehouse that they've yeah. been doing for the past couple of years. Yeah. Even think uh, Sony's press conference last year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this will be more of that. A lot of more digital presentations of things, which really, for the person who doesn't attend E3 and just watches it from the couch... Nothing will change right. because so you'll get the same exact announcement, same exact information from the press conferences that you would have if it was real. Um, so yeah, it's it's not super, you know, new, uh, uh, but it is definitely a change when you consider how crazy it is that 
in the 25 years of E3s, it's the first one that's had to be canceled. I mean, since it began. Yeah. Back in 1995. And, of course, the question is, is once the industry, you know, kind of picks up after this is over, after they've done a fully remote E3 for a year, will this give them the opportunity to consider about whether to have one at all? Oh, I mean... Like... What if they figure out that this works best and that everybody has a better time and they get great feedback from their, what do they call them, their partner, like their their part, media partners or something like yeah. that? Your Nintendos, your Sonys. If you do get feedback from them and being like, oh yeah, no, this was way better. Well, it's not like it was this the new 25 E3. years ago where yeah. we had the internet and you get instant information. Yeah, oh, no, well, it's not different. even like 10 years ago when they had everything on TV and right. it was... Showcasing new consoles and new new everything. I mean, the last five years have been variations of the conversation about, yeah. do we need an E3? Right. But they kept having it because even if it's not necessarily necessary, the industry likes it because it's an pl- opportunity to have everybody in one place for up for a weekend. It becomes their Super Bowl. It becomes yeah. their event for a weekend where all eyes are on them. And if you're somebody who needs to say, meet with a lot of other developers or interview them, say, if you're running a video game website, mm-hmm. uh, like the content that Giant Bomb does every year, where they do a week's worth of interviews with everybody for, that they can get, including, like, the big head honchos like Phil Spencer from Xbox. Mm-hmm. None of that can happen if there's not an E3 in Los Angeles. So none of that will happen this year. That's all gone. Yep. And so that's what you're losing. So it's 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 fair to have mixed emotions here because as much as E3 is kind of a relic of the past, it is still this great opportunity and that is just going to be missing. It's just going to be a big hole through the year. We'll get our announcements, we'll get our press conferences, we'll get all that stuff, but we will not get the interpersonal relations stuff that you would get from a real event. You also won't get any of the direct Q&A follow-up to it where yeah. they announce something like, when the new Smash Brothers was yeah. announced, and all of a sudden, like, everyone had 50 questions about yeah. it. You'll have to reach no out answers. to them via your people instead of... Your people will have to reach out to people instead of being able to just be straight up like, hey, what's this? Right. Like, we'll explain this part. Uh, it's going to be different. I mean, the way you get around that is to do a, something live on YouTube or Twitch. Yeah, have a chat or something. And have a running chat or like a running Discord. Yeah, it'll be, that's 100% up to how the ESA decides to run this. If they're going to sponsor basically a channel, mm-hmm. an E3 channel, and have like everything go through like, one kind of Twitch like, kind of Okay, you place. guys are broadcasting between this time and this time. Or whether they're going to leave that individual scheduling uh, uh, to the the exhibitors. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to be like, hey, EA, the, power, the keys are yours, you can plan one, which could lead to EA doing a conference at the same time as Microsoft or something like that. I'm exactly. not saying that would happen. I'm just saying that without the ESA being like, this is your slot, this is your slot, There's who knows, it's Wild West if they get the keys to the exhibitors. No, I would... I mean, if they're smart, and they may be, They'll they'll do it like a life. <laughs> they'll do your bets a little there. I do my bets a little there, but they'll do it like uh, like that, where they'll have a live stream just scheduled out that you can broadcast it on your channel, but we get the pickup feed on our channel. 
So yeah, there's a lot of questions that remain to be answered, but we have all the way until July to get them answered. Or June, sorry. June to get them answered. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, um, we'll find so out. They have time. time to put something together. Hell, I just gave them a, an idea, a platform, <laughs> right the there. Idea, pay us for it, please. Yes, yeah. invite us to it. Yeah, invite us to it. Well, no, we'll, we'll, nobody's getting invited to anything. No, we'll host it. <laughs> you will do it here. Hosted by Me to Vote Podcast. Uh-huh. Sponsored. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so interesting times. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely the uh, huge news story for the for the world of video games. Uh, the chat is wishing yes. you happy birthday. Oh, thank you, chat. Yes. Also, the chat over here, live chat is wishing you happy birthday as well. Happy, happy birthday thank from you. all of us to you. I appreciate all of the all the chatters. Yes. Now, uh, to something that the chat will really be into. Okay. The NFL. So we were already talking about sports earlier. Oh, we talked about sports earlier, but we need to talk about sports video so games. So this is something you broke to me via text message. Yeah. Uh, which I was shocked by, but it ended up not being exactly what I thought it was. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's not what you thought it was, but yeah. it is still something. It's something. Yes. Not JPEG. It's something not JPEG. 2K is teaming up with the NFL to create a new non-Madden football game. Yeah. Uh, the NFL 2K co-creation will be a, quote, non-simulation football game experience. So, I want to clarify this because this is an extremely misleading sentence. Yes. Obviously, any depiction of football is a simulation of football. What they mean by this is is that it won't be profession- like a professional football game. Yes, it will not be professional football. Yeah. However... It will use... It- Characters, teams, and likenesses from the NFL. They will have the NFL license, but it will not be like straight up sim football like Madden is. Right. It's not like supposed to emulate a television broadcast of a football game. No, but it can be a cartoony version of a football yeah. game. It could be a Looney Tunes version of a football game. Potentially, although 2K doesn't have that license. Anyway. No, but like a Looney Tunes esque where everything is wildly exaggerated type of football game. Possibly, within whatever uh, Roger Goodell will let you get away with. Like the way <laughs> that, like the way uh, NFL Street was. Again, depending on what Goodell will let you get away with these yes. days. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. The non-simulation football game experience means EA will retain on-pitch exclusivity and instantly... Quashing any hopes of seeing NFL 2K21, I guess, being brought back, being brought the, to life. NFL 2K series. Yeah. Uh, beloved back on the... Uh, was it 2K5 PS2. was the last one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, any of those being brought up to date for the PS5 and Xbox Series X audience. Yeah. Uh, they should make it an NFL Blitz and we would buy it. So, yeah, with full-on cheat codes, you know, like 1999. So here's the issue with that. So NFL Blitz was a Midway property. Midway got eaten by a bunch of people, but mm-hmm. I think the Blitz property, I think, got... Where did that end up? That's not... That may have... I know EA somehow ended up with NBA Jam, but I don't remember right. where Blitz went. I don't know who ended up with the Blitz IP, but... Regardless, 2K is not that company, so they would not be able to make something called Blitz. However, they may be able to make something that would be Blitz-like. 
Well, yeah, I think that is the Again, idea. But with the actual NFL license, though, that limits the kind of exaggeration the gay can do. That yes. was what brought us to the death of NFL Blitz. Right. Was when the league became all uptight about how violent you could depict football. And they basically said, yeah, no, this isn't going to fly anymore. The yeah. 90s, this was fine. But no, we well, can't make over-the-top Moral combat style football. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't make that game anymore because of what the NFL's become. Right. So it will be exaggerated, but to the extent that the league will allow. You know, it's just your chat wishfully thinking. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get that need. Well, yeah, but that's why I brought up the Looney Tunes reference, where where it can be super exaggerated, over-the-top style. But also, we're like 10 years out from the last time a company tried that without the NFL license. Mm -hmm. Remember Backbreaker? I remember Backyard Sports. No. This is different. Okay. There was a football game, I forget what company that did it, called Backbreaker. And it was basically, without the NFL license, it was basically trying to modernize the Blitz approach. Okay. But because they didn't have the license, nobody cared. Okay, so it's not like Lawbreakers then? No, unrelated to Lawbreakers. (laughs) Cliffy B was not involved. All right. Well, we need something to do during all this social (laughs) distraction. It's true. It's true. More football games is not a bad thing. No, it is not. Uh, but instead, expect 2K's first wave of NFL games to take inspiration from its other sports-based mm-hmm. properties. Uh, the WWE Supercard meshes ultimate team-style card collection mm-hmm. with Tops Trumps-like gameplay. And, card games, yes. in case you didn't know what that I was. I know what Tops is. <laughs> And at this point, is considered a far more fulfilling time sink than the sim-based WWE 2K20. Similarly, NBA 2K Mobile enables the building of a dream team from more than 400 cards, which can be boosted via daily bonuses. So this author, the author of the article, is assuming safely, and probably this is probably warranted, given the current state of the game industry. Is that they'll probably make a mobile game? That's what that I found where the this market going. is. If this is on consoles, who knows? But chances are, two K is going to take advantage of using the uh, license in a way more conservative way, such as making a mobile card game. Uh, you make a mobile card game. Yeah. You make it something where you can costly put money into it to level up your players oh, yeah. or get legendary players. Eco Transaction City, and it doesn't um, have any actual football gameplay yeah just football referenced usually something like that or maybe something playing off of fantasy football yeah something like that we'll see yeah uh matches in the nba 2k mobile uh do include sim elements but it's easy to see the best bits of 2k mobile and supercard combining being fused to create a best spoke nfl Experience. We can see this is all uh, speculation. I don't know actually what this game is going to be or games potentially. Right. So an NFL shooter. (laughs) What would that even be? (laughs) Ray Lewis. Oh, anyways, moving on. Aaron Hernandez. Oh man, Lord. Okay. No more Uh, that. uh, I mean, you can make it a two D platformer, I guess. (laughs) Where you play as? Who do you play as? Who can jump? Uh, uh, who can jump? It's yeah, uh, he's a good jumper. It's Gronk trying to fight his way back to the NFL. Oh no, is he on a cruise ship? <laughs> I mean, level is on the cruise ship. I'm where it starts. Are you collecting beer kegs? 
<laughs> beer kegs to level uh, up your muscles. Because, yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, beer and muscles work that way. muscles work that way, it's true. I mean, that. why not make a game like that where you take someone from the NFL and yeah. do a over-the-top to style? They're not going to do that. You make them superhero-esque? Maybe. Who, who would you cast in a superhero game? Which football player would be your superhero? Uh, Peyton Manning, Tom uh-huh. Brady, Bill Belichick's the evil guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Bill Belichick is the evil guy with Tom Brady under his control. Right, yeah. And Tom... midway through the game, you turn Tom Brady to your team. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Then it becomes a co-op game? Yep. It's no, like, no, it's always a beast. But with it's always a co-op players. game, but he becomes an unlockable character okay. with it yeah. uh, to add to your four-person team. Right. Kind, kind of like a Borderlands You got to pitch this. You got to pitch this. Game. I am pitching it right now. To 2K. Yeah. Anyway. And it's all like superhero themed. Too bad there's not where, like, the where you could actually have pitched this. <laughs> anyway. Okay, cool. So, so football of some sort we'll get later this year. Yeah. And like their armor is like their um, team. <laughs> <laughs> like their physical teams. Yeah. yeah the, the. Like, um, what was it? Like, like Ray Lewis has Raven-esque armor and he can yeah. fly. It's like an actual Raven. Yeah, Jared or Todd Gurley has a, a physical no, ram. No, screw all this. Make a game about the mascots. Mascot game? Mascot game. Ah! Mascot game, yes. Mascot game. There we go. Mascot, mascot game. Football. We did it. We did it. Mascot. No, they're not no. even playing football. Just no, no. A game with mascot, mascot superhero oh, game. No, mascot visual novel. No, I want a graphic novel. No, visual novel. Oh, where you're just like, it's a romance game and like a dating game. <laughs> with, with the, so you're the freaking patriot dude and no one, and no one, and you're trying to get a date but no one wants to date your giant ass head. Oh no, why would you delete? Uh-oh. You deleted a message, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I want to see it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyways, no, yeah, make it about the mascot. Yeah, mascot visual novel, make it happen, 2K. Mascot uh, racing game. Go-kart go oh, game? Go-kart oh. game. All right. Yes. All right. Where Blue Shell is uh, as a uh, Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary. Okay. <laughs> just hucking it downfield to the first place guy. Bananas are just Tom Brady's deflated balls. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's, let's keep on. Let's keep going. How is this not a thing? Let's finish this show. Todd Gurley would have a bionic knee. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... And with that. Let's wrap up this show, because I don't have any video game thoughts. I'm still playing House Flippers. Um, uh, uh, Call of Duty added Warzone, their uh, Battle Royale mode today. Okay, yes, that I is, saw that. That is live today. Uh, it's that free is, to play. Yes, that is news that we could talk about. Yeah, it's free to play if you do not have, uh, if you do not purchase, uh, did not purchase Modern Warfare, you can still play Warzone. Yes, you can download uh, Call of Duty, and it will give you Warzone that you can play. Yeah, but if you already do have Modern Warfare, it will just be an option for the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have not played it yet. I may or may not. We'll see. Uh, apparently, there's different modes other than Battle Royale. There's like a payday esque yeah, mode where you can money. collect money and do co- and do contracts in order to level up your yeah, character and bring more people back into me. the game. That sounds more interesting to me than the Battle Royale mode. So yeah. I might check that out. But but yeah, so that that exists. So uh, that's all I've been playing is really those two things. Um, I did not. I still haven't played Murder by Numbers. I do still plan on uh, playing that. Okay. Oh, did I talk about that on the podcast last week or just off the pod? I think you might talk to me about that off the pod. Oh, okay. So real quick, um, next week I'll be able to talk about Murder by Numbers. It is a murder mystery visual novel game. Speaking of visual novels, but yes. with the uh, puzzles solved by Picross. Yes. 
That pit yes. cross. You figure out what the um, um, how to solve your mysteries uh, by putting together evidence by making cross puzzles. So I will definitely check and be checking that out because it's very up my alley. It is. Yes. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. So, yeah. yeah, I'll report back next week. Okay, sounds good. And with that, they'll bring us to the end of the podcast. It sure does. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Media Boat Podcast. We'll be back next week, except I will be back next week. We yes. have a solo show for you, just me, in the studio here. Mike will be out on assignment. Yes, I will we'll be um, out <laughs> checking out LAX, how that's going. <laughs> and we'll report back the following week. Yes, back to regular programming the following week. But you can also, as we mentioned earlier in the show, catch our side series in March, our special March Madness Bracket, which, as I mentioned... This year is a ranking, or I guess tournament of sorts, of the best shows of the 2010s. We are halfway through the first bunch mm-hmm. of shows for you. Uh, we have talked about network television, and we have talked about basic cable television. Yep. We are bringing it down to four shows per category to then decide the four shows that will compete. Yep, we've got premium coming up, Number one. and then streaming following that, before we get to our... Yes. Finals. So stay tuned. And oh boy, I don't, I don't know how we're going to pick a show out of no all idea. these. We already seem bewildered. <laughs> I am bewildered. <laughs> so yeah, uh, look forward to that. But for now, thank you for joining us and we'll be back. Oh, after I do the plugs. Yes. Uh, you can watch us live on YouTube.com in two weeks. Not next week. Next week will not be a live show. Yes. You can watch us live on YouTube.com. Just search Media Boat Podcast. We usually go live around 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Media Boat Podcast on YouTube.com. You can also hear us on uh, audio form. That's where you can grab the um, the next week's episode as well as the March Madness episodes as well. In audio form on most podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, just search Media Boat Podcast to find that there. Mm-hmm. We're also on uh, we're also on uh, social media at Media Boat Cast is where you can go to um, find uh, find us on Twitter. On Facebook, Media Boat Podcast, you'll find our page. Comment, like, we do check that page every once in a while, I presume. Yes, yes, I do. And then uh, email us if you have any direct questions or comments, mediaboatpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us playing video games every once in a while at twitch.tv slash mediaboat. And then last, but definitely, definitely not least, if you like what we do here, and if you want to see us do even more ambitious, bigger things, there's a way you could do that. And that is by supporting us on patreon.com slash media boat podcast mm-hmm. that is where you can donate any kind of money that you like to us on a monthly basis you can donate as little as a dollar a month and even that small small amount adds up and can help us make this show even better it does cost money to host a podcast like this one so please consider donating media boat podcast uh, to uh, uh, patreon.com slash media boat. So thank you for joining us for this episode. We'll be back next week. Or I will be you back will be next back week. next week. I will be back the following week. But you Stay can tuned. listen to me if you love my voice, and I know you do. You can listen sure. to me on the March Madness bracket. We'll have a new episode on Tuesday. The, that is St. Patrick's Day. Yes, you can listen to us drunk if you want to. If you want. Uh, I'm green beer. Otherwise, you know, we'll be back to our. Matt will be back next week with a regularly scheduled program. See you guys next time. Bye. Okay, bye.